<laughs> Patience is different from resignation. Resignation is passive. And patience, if you're, if you're really patient, you're always ready. I, I, I uh, remember Master saying that you should pray to God that even if it takes me 200 lifetimes, I still will love you with the same intensity. That's patience. To have the, the fullness of devotion or the fullness of expectation, even though it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't seem likely that it'll happen right away. Jesus Christ told the story of patience with the uh, ten virgins. Uh, all of them were waiting for the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and let their lamps go out. And the other five kept their lamps tended because they didn't know when the bridegroom would arrive. And uh, the bridegroom arrived in the night and the five foolish virgins had no oil. And they said, well, we'll have to go out and get oil. And uh, he, he's, it was too late. So what Master was saying was that the oil symbolized their devotion. The bridegroom was the Christ consciousness. And those devotees who, after years on the path and God hasn't come yet, and they start going to sleep spiritually, you see this happening, especially with people who don't have any techniques, monks and nuns, for example, who enter with lots of zeal, but they have nothing to give them anything solid. And in old age, you see most of them are pretty dull people. Uh, the patience that you need on the path is that patience which keeps your enthusiasm alive. And how can you do that? By living now. I think if you keep in mind that there is no time, only now. And nothing will happen in the future, it's always going to be now. If you can live right now instead of thinking, uh, someday my ship will come in, someday I'll find the end of the rainbow, someday <clears throat> whatever I'm looking for will happen, just enjoy yourself right now. Uh, that's the big trick. And meditation is the best thing for helping you to develop that, because in meditation you're right now. And you can carry that consciousness into your daily life. But if you look, for example, at a little child of three years old, let's say, looking at a butterfly on a blade of grass, and uh, the length of time that that child can just sit there gazing at that blade of grass, most people wouldn't have the patience for it, because they're not living now. I was in a, um, yeah, it was an art museum many years ago, I was 13 I think, it just had come to America, and uh, I was enjoying some painting, and I heard a tour group with a very strident voiced woman telling them all about the paintings in this room. I was, this was two rooms <clears throat> before me. I was still looking at that same painting when they had gone two rooms ahead of me. Or like a story that I, <clears throat> a joke I read about two tourists in the Louvre in Paris. One of them said, well, you study the Bidecker and I look at the paintings and that way we'll get through faster. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we get this kind of gobbling attitude and uh, that's the root of impatience, not living now. It's always living a little ahead. You can see some people in their very physical posture, sort of... I remember one of the 
women who had to accompany me when I, they called them couriers, I think, when I was doing that book tour for uh, Warner. And she was always sort of ahead of her own, her own, uh, her own actual place as she was walking, as she was speaking, as she was doing anything. Many people are like that. And other people live in the past and they're all sort of back here. You have to be right here and right now. And meditation is the best way and practicing japa is the best way of developing that. But it's a, a, a virtue that's very important on the path. That's why I said it's the fastest path. Because you'll never find God except here and now. And uh, if you're living in the future, even when that here comes, you're not here. So you're going to delay it a few incarnations, <clears throat> like those five foolish virgins. <clears throat>